Okay, and welcome back to episode three in your educational series. And this week we're going to be talking about fats. So um, fats are often misunderstood. Uh, Food marketers take advantage of the fat phobia by actively promoting low fat products, which sometimes can actually be worse for you. So the role of fats in our diet. They are involved in the formation of virtually all of your cell membranes, the formation of myelin sheaths within the nervous system, which are important for helping to isolate the, basically the impulses between your um, neurons. So they speed them up, which is really, really important to make sure that you've got quick reaction times, but also that your brain and your body is just signaling correctly. It constitutes the majority of the central nervous system and spinal cord. It provides a means for storing energy within your adipose tissues. Your adipose tissues are your fats. It's important for the synthesis of steroid hormones. It assists in the regulation of your enzymes. It provides insulation and protection for your internal organs and your brain. Um, It's really important for the transport of fat-soluble vitamins, including A, D and E. So without fat within your diet, you would not be able to transport these vitamins to the necessary areas within the body because they need fat to be transported. Some vitamins are fat-soluble, some are water-soluble, but obviously I'll talk about that in the micronutrient talk a little bit more. And lastly, fats provide your primary fuel source for your low low levels of intensity exercise. So... Despite the thing that people are like, oh, fats are so bad for you. Fats are so important within your diet. It's important to have a good source of fats pretty much within every single meal because of all of these variety of reasons. So there are four main sources of sources, types of fats that you can have in your diet. Saturated, monounsaturated, polysaturated and trans fats. So... Saturated fats, they do not react very well to heat, well, they, as in they don't react much to heat, so they're great for cooking. This includes things like butter, eggs, dairy, coconut oil, palm oil, and your saturated fats are what are going to be used for your aerobic activity. They also enhance our immune functioning, provide energy and structural integrity to our cells. They enhance liver function and protect against most um, most effects of alcohol. So sometimes it people think that saturated fats are bad to have in your diet, but they're not because of these varieties of reasons. Again, it's all just about the balance. Monounsaturated fats, they react a little bit more to heat, um, like antoxygen, and they're featured heavily within the Mediterranean diet, which you can find a document about in the members area of the website. The Mediterranean diet has been linked to I mean, better mental health, um, better longevity. It's a really, really incredible diet. And it's one that quite a lot of um, people are actually starting to move towards. And the sources of fats within that diet are your avocados, your nuts, your oils, your seeds um, and your butters. Polyunsaturated fats, they are highly reactive. So they're really not great for cooking um, and they're best to be had in their raw source. This is going to include your omega-3s and 6. So they're important for joint health and they're also um, anti-inflammatory as well, which again is going to be important for things like osteoporosis, um, arthritis, but also within the 
end of your cycle so the second half the last two weeks of your um, cycle anti-inflammatory foods are going to be really important for helping your um, liver to detoxify the pathways it reduces blood clotting um, lower cholesterol and raises your good hdl cholesterol and this is going to include oily fish flax oil flax seeds walnuts sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds so really really important to have in your diet and your last source is your trans fat. So it's overconsumption has been linked to immune system dysfunction and bone tendon weakness. So if anything, these trans fats are the ones that you kind of want to stay away a bit more compared to the others. Also links to coronary heart disease, high cholesterol and high triglyceride levels. So they also block your healthy fat fats from entering your cells, um, which can reduce the this effective functioning of that cell and this is going to include things like biscuits cakes takeaways pies pastries ice cream so definitely i mean it's things that you can still incorporate in your diet but i tend to opt for that um 80 20 rule and with the trans fat sitting in the lower end of that just because of the reasonings explained you don't want too much of that in your diet you want to opt for those different sources of fats, including those avocados, nuts, oils, those sorts of things. So like I said, your body needs a certain amount of fat for health and eliminating it from your diet can cause health issues. Fats do not make you fat. It is all about the balance. Everything with regards to losing weight, gaining weight, it's about your calorie balance so your calories in versus your calories out there are additional things that can impact it such as genetics and some other hormonal dysfunctions but ultimately eating fat does not make you fat because eating anything in excess can make you fat it's always about the balance a normal range of body fat for a female is 18 to 25 percent and especially for females, it's really important for your hormone balance, your fertility and your bone density. If you drastically reduce the amount of fat that's in your diet, it can lead to hormonal difficulties um, because your body's not able to cre uh, create the hormones that it needs. The vitamins aren't being effectively circulated around your body and it can lead to things like um, hypothalamic amenorrhea, but it also can disturb and make things like PCOS and endometriosis, it can impact that as well. And again, your fats are important for bone density and reducing that can lead to things like osteoporosis due to the reduced amount of calcium that would be in your diet. So your intake of fat should be around 20 to 30% of your daily diet. So say, for example, you have 2000 calories a day, around 500 calories of that should be at least from fats. And these can include your nut butters, your nuts, your seeds, olive oils, avocados, um, fish like salmon. You've also got cheeses, so you can opt for like a little bit of feta or mozzarella and also yogurt. An example day could be breakfast of porridge with some peanut butter or some dark chocolate. Your lunch could be a grilled chicken and avocado salad with balsamic dressing, or you could swap the chicken for tofu if you're vegetarian and you can add in some sort of pumpkin seeds um, dinner could be salmon with sweet potato and broccoli if you're vegetarian or vegan you could swap that for a lentil dough with um, a mixture of different sources as well you could include um, different sorts of 
nuts and seeds on top of that dal. You could include um, avocado on the side. And then your snack could be Greek yogurt with some berries and flaxseed. So there's a variety of different ways in which you can incorporate fats in your diet and they definitely should not be excluded at all.